Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It's May 27th, 2023. Happy birthday to our friend Maggie, host of Coexisting. Uh, this is your Night of Champions post show. I'm flying solo today. Originally, I was going to be joined by Denise Salcedo. She is in Las Vegas. Uh, internet's kind of spotty there. Uh, you also have a Sour Graps review over on FightfulSelect.com. But Grapsity will be in their normal time slot. But it'll be on Sunday this week, so make sure you guys check that out. There is so much to talk about, just an unreal amount to talk about from today's Night of Champions show. You cannot say that this is a glorified house show 
or anything like that. Just an unbelievable uh, amount of stuff to get into. Our moderator, Luis, will be taking uh, Super Chats and Humper Chats. You can get those in at YouTube.com slash Fightful. And then HumperChats.com. The benefit of HumperChats.com, we're able to keep a little bit more of it, as well as uh, you have the benefit of leaving them ahead of time. So that helps us out an awful lot. But your support is how we do this. So I want to thank you all so much. This show is brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You guys are going to want to get accustomed to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. made me so happy. Somebody hit me up today. Uh, asked me uh, how we would how they would use that. It's awesome, man. Uh, NordVPN allows you to change your virtual location with just one click to put you anywhere in the world so you never miss all your favorite shows. You can browse safely and securely if you're at the hotel, the airport, a restaurant, the arena, really anywhere on that unsecured Wi-Fi. Uh, your data is exposed to a lot more people than it would be otherwise. NordVPN.com slash Fightful protects you. Works on my smartphone, my router, my uh, PC, laptop, desktop, smart TV, all that good stuff. That way I can browse safely and securely on the world's fastest VPN. A couple of things I like about it are the pay-per-view prices whenever you use international services with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And there's pay-per-views exploding again, right? Between UFC, boxing, AEW. You get those at a much more reduced rate. You're going to also end up saving money as a result of this long term. You got a 30-day money-back guarantee if for some reason you don't like it, but you are going to like it. Make sure that uh, you're you're browsing as safely as possible. And uh, also, they got 24-7 tech support. I have some of you say, well, I won't know what region to put myself on for this or this or this. Their customer support is there all hours of the night because they know people all over the world are using this nordvpn.com slash fightful big thank you to them reminder get in your super chats get in your humper chats let's talk about that show ragov says take my money wwe also thanks nordvpn for fightful uh we are so happy to have that partnership with nordvpn i've said this before uh the two sponsors that i use the most by far uh i mean i use most of them daily uh can't can't pretend i use manscaped or blue chew daily but um helix and nordvpn i use them every single day throughout uh most of my my day and van twinblade says if we get to a thousand likes srs will give us cats i got plenty of them my friend but i've also got plenty to talk about for today's uh wrestling situations and uh happenings and all that uh we've got seth rollins aj styles kicking off this show I've got mixed feelings on this, and I'm sure that some of you shared these. Some of you are going to disagree as well. But if you are trying to convince an audience that a title is not a secondary title, wouldn't or shouldn't it main event a show, the show, this show? Given what happened at the end of this show, I kind of get it. But you've got AJ Styles out there saying, how can you argue that it's not secondary? It is. It absolutely is. Roman won all the titles. Vince made a dumb, hasty hasty decision because he got COVID and was out of day one, and here we are. But AJ Styles said, we're going to do everything we can to make it not seem that way. It seemed like Seth Rollins and AJ Styles were out there 
to prove a point. Uh, it, it really seemed like they were out there to say, we should be main eventing. This isn't a secondary title. And here's the type of matches you could be seeing at the top if Roman Reigns was no longer champion. I'm not speaking for them. I'm just saying that's what I read through their performance, right? Uh, this was an outstanding match. There were a couple of spots that I just thought were unbelievable. That brain buster on the apron. Damn, man. The inverted superplex into the curtain call. So Seth Rollins usually does the superplex. Then he goes into a Falcon arrow for the near fall. However, this time he went inverted superplex into the curtain call, or uh, I can't remember what uh, Finn Balor calls it as well, but whew, what a phenomenal match this was. They went at it. I, I'm going to look up the, the the time for this as well, because it felt like they got a whole lot of time. And this show did go over by like a few minutes, but it says 20 minutes. It felt like 30 minutes, and it felt like a really, really good 30 minutes as well. Now, we have not been told that this World Heavyweight Championship carries on the lineage of any of the old ones or anything like that. I wish it would, uh, but as of right now, we, we don't know anything of that. I know a lot of you are asking. Uh, there were also just so many cool like little little hints and callbacks and, and things like that like AJ Styles using the pedigree on Seth Rollins who has made that sort of his signature after Triple H obviously can't use it anymore I thought that was a really really nice touch too but it seemed to me like Seth Rollins and AJ Styles were going we should be the main event this is a world title match this is how we'll handle this so I want to address a FightfulSelect.com report, and I'll plug Select really quick. $5 a month gets you like 40 podcasts. For example, today, you're going to get a, a preview of this show. You're going to get a review of this show. Same thing for tomorrow's Double or Nothing. That's in addition to all the news. We had a scoops thread with the match order, producers, backstage news, and the like. Uh, this past week, I addressed some of those rumors that people had regarding Seth Rollins and saying, Oh, well, WWE, they're a little bit concerned because he's going into movies and yada, yada. He's filmed that movie. It's done. That's why they did the sit down was to write him off for a couple of weeks so he could be in Captain America. However, WWE is merging with Endeavor, who before any and everything are effectively a talent agency. They want this. They want their talent to succeed. They want to maximize uh, these shows as a result of that. I mean, Triple H made a foray into movies, and with him sort of leading creative there, I think that he knows that that's beneficial. I think that he knows that... I think that he knows that the way that things are for WWE, the bigger the star, the better it is for them. I mean, look, you can bring in Logan Paul and Bad Bunny and all that stuff, and again, I can't say that WWE hasn't made anybody that big because they made The Rock, right? And The Rock was is one of the biggest celebrities in the world. But you can also make your own megastars. You can make your own crossover stars and utilize those as well. Uh, now, obviously, Blade Trinity didn't quite do it for Triple H, but I think he sees the value in that, especially considering that Batista is one of his good friends. And they barely promoted that Guardians of the Galaxy movie when it first came out. When you've got people that are doing The Mandalorian and are on screen with Kevin Hart and are doing all this stuff, in, in media appearances, you want to maximize that. You want this to seem like as big of a deal as possible. And uh, I think that they're they're going to do that a little bit more moving forward. 
Seth Rollins winning to me is by far the right decision. There was an interesting note in this where they straight up said if AJ Styles were to win, he would join Raw as opposed to, you know, uh, they'll just take the title, have it on SmackDown and Raw, et cetera, et cetera. They said AJ Styles would have moved over, which what would have happened with the OC at that point? Who the hell knows? Now, I, when I did speak to a higher up about the Seth Rollins thing, they sent me a text after he won, and they're like, see? No big deal. He won the title. He's our guy. I also like that Seth Rollins won this for another reason, and that's because he can say that Roman Reigns never beat him. So that's why that title's on an even plane. So even if any, whether or not anybody believes it, it's there. Chris Stratus defeated Becky Lynch. Lots of thoughts on this one. Uh, the match in general, clunky at spots for sure. There was a neck breaker that was more of like a hair breaker and the, the, the Rana that Trish did where she, I can't remember the name of it, where she puts her hands on the bottom rope and flips up. Becky had to help her a little bit on that. There were some spots there that were like, eh, okay. But all things considered, you're talking about like, in all actuality, her second singles match in what, 16 years? I know she did one with Vicky that was like two minutes, but that doesn't count. But she had the match with Charlotte uh, just under four years ago. I was in Toronto for it. She did great. But there's just, uh, when Trish is out here doing this, Stratosphere, that, that's what it called. When she's out here doing this, <clears throat> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, Dot com slash fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. After being this far removed from active competition, I, I cannot fathom that man. I cannot fathom that. I mean, she, you know, she even, she always retained her sort of celebrity and notoriety, even though she came back many, many times, right? Like uh, she did the match with Cena just a couple years after she retired. She did uh, stuff with MVP a year after that. She did the stuff with Vicky and Ziggler and, and uh, Morrison and Snooki in 2011. Then she came back in 2018, did the Rumble, did Evolution, did the Raw stuff, came back in 2019 for her, her farewell tour. So, I mean, like she's, even though she retired, like she has had, she's been in and out of the ring, but still she had a, a very good performance. I thought for a second match in 16, 17 years in, in singles competition. Uh, so I didn't necessarily, I wasn't looking at it like uh oh, clunky, anything like that, man, because ultimately fights can be a little clunky and I'm all right with that. I think that this, and I, I if you heard me on one of the Wednesday shows, I had mentioned, oh, well, the AEW women's division, I think, will look a lot different. And then I said, I think the women's divisions in wrestling are going to look a lot different in a week. You had Willow Nightingale getting a a last-minute title win. Jamie Hayter's hurt. You've got Collision starting. I think think you're going to see one or two title changes this weekend. Asuka beat Bianca, but this, this match was a big part of that as well. Zoe Stark is underneath the ring. We, we, saw, we had posted this on Fightful that there was a monitor underneath there. And she ends up making the save for Trish to get her this win with an incredible spot. She hit her finish outside the ring. And uh, Becky took it like a champ. Ended up bleeding a little bit. <laughs> uh, so she can wear the, the old school Trish nose, uh, nose guard if she wants. But Zoe Stark is one of those that I look at and I'm like, she's going to translate a whole lot better to the main roster than she did in NXT. And Parker Hines did not, said, did not see Zoe interfering in that match. I didn't either, but she and Becky are going to have slapper matches. She and Becky are going to go out there and they're going to put on. They are going to have some really, really good stuff. And aligning her with Trish Stratus automatically gives her a little bit more credibility for an audience that might not know who she is. Uh, I think that she gets it. She's really, really good at media too. Like when we do media stuff with her, she is exceptional at that. She can go in the ring. Uh, the body language is there. There's some stuff like in her, her mannerisms that are like nineties or eighties action movie stuff that they could perhaps get more natural, but pro wrestling so much different, right? I think that Zoe Stark is going to kill it in this spot. I think that she is going to emerge to that that upper card level of, of women's division. And I think that Becky Lynch is a person that can really, really help highlight that. And Trish Stratus doing some of the talking is going to help a lot as well. KE775 says, I feel like Trish versus Becky too is going to be better. I do too. I think they're going to have some good stuff. And uh, if I were WWE, I would maybe put them both in the, maybe put all three of them in the Money in the Bank ladder match. KE775 says, do they bring Lita back or does Becky align herself with someone on the roster who could uh, 
get a huge bump like Zoe Stark just did. So let's take a look at that WWE Raw roster. And of course, we're going to go to Fightful.com. We're going to go to that resources section that we have because uh, we do a lot better uh, on it than, than Wikipedia does. They got Candice. I think that she's probably teaming with Indy as we look down through here. Ain't going to be Dana. Ain't going to be Emma. Uh, we got, you know, Liv is out. Ain't going to be Nikki. Maybe Piper. Maybe she. Maybe Piper could gain some from that. Maybe. I, I look at it and I'm like, okay. I don't know. I don't think. Tegan is like going pseudo heel on main event. I don't know, man. I, I think there's a possibility, though. All in all, not a bad match. Definitely had some spots that, that I'm sure they're going to work on. Ideally, you don't want to bust Becky Lynch's nose, but I'm told that she's all right. Tom Talks Rubbish says, thank you, Fightful, for all being nice people. Well, thank you, Tom. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out his show, do that. I appeared on it. Jimmy Van appeared on it as well. I want to know what you guys think about the categorical shifts that we're seeing in this women's division with... Becky now seemingly feuding with Zoe, who is with Trish. And then we've got Bianca losing to Asuka. But before that, we had Gunther defeating Mustafa Ali. We got this great video of Ali experiencing Saudi Arabia and uh, getting to do some things that were very important to him. He was even like, man, I, I didn't even sleep last night. <laughs> and he got a great ovation. I like how they altered his persona just for this one week. It's all right for him to understand the gravity of the situation in facing Gunther and not going the, the cheesy over the top positivity route, right? Like, I think that that's an okay thing for him to do. And for one week, he's like, I really got to focus on this. I would love to see his positivity gimmick become a little bit more unhinged now, like become a little bit more smarmy because of this loss that he took. And it was a hell of a match. Uh, first off, Gunther and Brock is something I got to see down the line. I got to see it. But in this match, there was a particular spot that I just adored. And it was the Ali powerbomb and then the 450 because the crowd ate it up. The crowd loved it. The crowd bought it. They looked at it and they said, is it time? Is it Mustafa Ali's time? It wasn't Mustafa Ali's time. He got a... Uh, he got beat. He got beat by Gunther. And Gunther, you know, he rarely is in there to make other people look good. And that's by design because he is such a dominant champion. But this is one of those situations where you highlight the person in a loss for many reasons. Because Mustafa Ali is featured on TV, I love that they had him win two or three matches to lead up to this as well. That way it wasn't just a cold match because he's in Saudi Arabia. Here you go. Here's your match. Let's get that pop. This is a little bit different. They gave him a few wins. He earned it on the screen. He had an interaction with Gunther, which I thought was well, a little bit to be, de to be desired. I think he pretty much just said what Gunther said to him. But I thought that this was an appropriate match to have here. For the crowd, for Ali, for Gunther, Gunther sometimes has to face these challenges. I wouldn't mind seeing some more squashes, as we'll talk about later, in title match situations. But, uh, man, 
this was a good showing for Mustafa Ali, and I hope that it it leads to something a little more. I'm not optimistic that it will, but I hope that it will. Gunther is now about to hit one year as Intercontinental Champion, and nobody has hit one year as Intercontinental Champion since the Honky Tonk Man. Now, I have spoken about this in the past, but he needs to beat this, this record. I... I can't speak to Honky Tonk Man as a human. I didn't like him as a performer. Now, granted, I wasn't around when he was around. But when I was a little kid, I watched, I, when I would see like archive footage, I was like, man, he sucks. What's the, the an Elvis impersonator? That's, that's the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. And then I went back and rewatched it. And I'm, I know, I know our buddy Jimmy. Uh, romanticizes some of the stuff on there. It wasn't a good rain, man. It wasn't good. The most memorable thing about Honky Tonk Man being Intercontinental Champion is that he lost it in 20 seconds. Now, I do think that that did help establish Warrior as a, a very you know dominant force in WWE, which was important to WWE. But I look at this and I'm like, man, Gunther needs to to break this record. And he can do that on September 7th. I would love to see him just chest chop honky tonk man into dust. That would be great. I'm sure you could do some camera trickery there as well to make that happen. But that's something that I want to see so badly. KE775 says, do you think WWE will ever view Ali as a player? Well, his deals up next year. It's really, really hard to say. Uh, And it's, it's one of those things where he's asked for the ball. And, and there have been some situations where WWE has looked at Mustafa Ali and put some trust in him. I know there's been a lot of negative back and forth with Vince and Ali, but originally when Ali came in, Vince liked his vignettes and had him produce them, actually. Had him do them himself, and they aired them. So he had some trust in him, but also there were some things that were pitched that were just not good. At all, whatsoever, that he would have never done. And, of course, he sat at home for a while, too. Guys, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. We would greatly appreciate that. A reminder, uh, NXT Battleground post show this week. Uh, We've got the Double or Nothing post show here on Fightful. I'll be joined by Julie Cutler. We've got Grapsity. we got interviews with Darby Allin and Flash Morgan Webster. Flash Morgan Webster had an outstanding tag team title match at Impact last night. But we got the Impact post show, the SmackDown post show. We're all over the place, my friends. Uh, for, For Gunther, though, it is such a slam dunk. If they don't have him break this record. And I see a lot of people that are saying, well, yeah, have him break the record, and then he can lose the title. And I'm thinking, why? This isn't like a Roman Reigns situation where we see Cody, and it's like, he's right there. We know it. They should have the title taken off of him. No, like, it's it's okay. It was, it's, just have it on him until somebody absolutely has to take it off of him. Michael Luna says, I unfortunately was around for the honky-tonk reign. I'll never get that time back. Gunther needs to pass him. I mean, I just never saw anything out of that rain that I was like, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Glad I watched this, right? Like, I can't. 
the, maybe the Savage match was decent. Other than that, I can't remember like any matches that I watched and I was like, oh, okay, oh, this rain is so good. It's it, He's such a great champion in any capacity. And I understand that wasn't like the point of him as a heel champion at that point specifically. But I mean, most of his matches were in by like DQ and count out and no contest and stuff like that too. Our friend Matt Coon from Wrestling Friends with Matt Coon says, just here to support Fightful. You're right, Sean. I was there. Honky Tonk Rain wasn't compelling at the time. It was filler. Uh, well, Kate, our friend Kate here, I, I almost said her last name, which she doesn't use on here anymore, isn't filler. She was on Matt Coon's show, Wrestling Friends with Matt Coon. I encourage you guys to check that out. Good friend of the show. Uh, we've got, <laughs> we've got uh, Dave sending in just a, a super chat. No message. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. A shocker for me. Asuka defeated Bianca Belair. Now, again, I did have this, this feeling that, that the winds of change were coming in women's wrestling at these high levels. Between Mercedes, Willow, Jamie, uh, Tony, the, the TBS title situation, which I think, I think by collision, uh, or by Forbidden Door at least, there's a new champion. Uh, this title change, the Zoe Stark push, this was a big one. This was a big one. Asuka defeated Bianca Belair. Didn't seem like they had the crowd early on, but you know with these two women, they're going to get the crowd. And they did get the crowd. But all I can think about is that finish. I loved the finish, and I loved how they explained it. Asuka's gone for the mist in the past. Sometimes it works. Sometimes she misses. I almost said sometimes she missed, but I guess she did missed. But they brought up the fact that Great Muta has his fingers taped or had his fingers taped. And she hid the mist inside the tape and then got it in the eyes of Bianca. And I just thought this was a really creative finish. Who says it has to be the actual mist, it's the liquid. Uh, it is a solvent that burns your eyes when it makes any contact. It's like it's like a hot pepper. You don't want to touch the eyeballs with that thing. And I really dug the finish. I really liked it. I looked at it and I was like, I haven't seen this before in WWE. And they had the third longest match of the night. Uh, Trish and Becky also got 15 minutes. There was like a 10 second difference there. But the women got some good time in these two matches, at least. But Asuka defeating Bianca Belair here, and I saw some people say, why not Mania? Why not Mania? Well, I'm okay if it's not at Mania. One, Bianca got the record. They're trying to rewrite their own history books right now. Fine. Roman's going to pass CM Punk soon, too. What that means, I don't know. But CM Punk isn't going to have a longer reign than Roman for that WWE Championship soon. Bianca now has this record. Uh, she is somebody that WWE has really leaned on. And I can tell you guys, all the WWE pay-per-views I've been at in the last few years, Bianca has done more media, more community events than anybody. I saw her at Food Pantries, Special Olympics, Boys and Girls Club, Be a Star, uh, Media Junkets. Uh, I saw her at Blue Wire Studios when our friend Cole was producing a show for us. Uh, she was in there right before I was like, she does everything early mornings when she's got a late night match. 
She'll be up at 7.38 a.m. And that's that's when I see her. I'm seeing her at 7.38, and she's wrestling at 10.30 at night, 10, 10.30. Who knows how early she had to be up, then the travel the next day. She's been a great champion. I'm ready to see some edge. Maybe she needs to take some time off. I don't know. I saw people saying, like, health issues. I haven't heard anything about that. But for the love of God, give this woman a little bit of a break. Give her a a few weeks off, then have her enter Money in the Bank or something like that. I would love to see that. They're doing Money in the Bank qualifying matches. But um, Asuka winning this, I think, helped justify and legitimize her visual change. Right? Like... It really helped an awful lot. She came back at Royal Rumble. She had a great showing. She was one of the last few. She made it to WrestleMania, earned that spot, I think, in Elimination Chamber. So she's won some big matches, had some big moments. But I feel like in order to not have her just go right where she was before, I felt like it was very important that she won this match and uh, glad to see that she did. Even though I've really liked Bianca as champion, especially from an in-ring perspective. K775 says, Asuka wins Stun Me. What do you think is next for her and Bianca? Well, I hope it's not like an immediate rematch type of thing. I'm not a fan of those. I would like it if Bianca, if she's going to stay a babyface, what I would love is if she took a different approach. A lot of times it is, give me my title match, et cetera, et cetera. I would love it if she said, I earned my way as champion. I'd love to just earn my way back just like everybody else has to sort of change the culture within WWE because they got rid of the automatic rematch clause, but they still do it a lot. And I think there's something uniquely babyface about somebody like Bianca being like, put me in money in the bank. I'll get right back there. I'll beat out everybody else to do it. Nicholas Olson poses a good question. WWE is constantly saying the longest reigning champion of the modern era. What do they consider the beginning of the modern era? So I'm going to go look at uh, the women's championship that ran from 56 to 2010. Now, first off, uh, Moolah owned the belt. I don't hold any credibility with Moolah's stuff or anything like that because of the belt wasn't even under the auspices of WWE at that point. And uh, I thought uh, Bianca's reign was like four. 17 or something, but it was 420. But Trish held that title for 448 days. Is the modern era since 2005? What are we doing here? Rock and Robin held it for 500 days. Sherry held it for 440. I wish I had an answer for you here. JP Loves Gaming says, I'd love for this to lead to Oscar versus EO for the title. I hope so too. I think that's too much of a slam dunk for them to not do in the ring they just them facing off i think would would conjure up a really really good interaction i'll tell you what else is also a slam dunk or maybe it'll make you slam dunk maybe it'll make you run faster jump higher all that good stuff athleticgreens.com slash fightful how can you pass up athletic greens One scoop in the morning gets you all the vitamins that you need. You want to be drinking your multivitamin as well. It goes a lot better than if you take a tablet or anything like that. It's used by the world's best endurance athletes as well. It's endorsed by doctors and uh, countless other people that know what they're talking about. 
a lot more than me. Even though I do use uh, Athletic Greens every morning, you'll see me on In the Weeds. I'll be popping on there, eating my eggs, drinking my Athletic Greens. Eight ounces of water, one scoop, you're good to go. And right now you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs with athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and AG1. Those travel packs are so helpful when you're on the road. You just rip them open, pour them into to your uh, little uh, bottle of water or the, the bottle, the Athletic Greens bottle that you can order, and you're good to go, man. Vitamin D3 plus K2, five free travel packs. It's gluten-free. There are no eggs, no sugar added. It's nut-free, dairy-free, no GMOs, herbicides, pesticides, no artificial colors, anything like that. And one of my favorite things about this, uh, beyond the, the probiotics, the prebiotics, the digestive support, the immunity support, I don't get sick a lot because I take AG1. One of my favorite things about it is they've changed this formula, I think over 50 times, like 50, 55 times in the last 10 years, which means every two or three months, they are adapting with science to make sure that you have the right formula, that you have the right stuff in Athletic Greens, uh, that way you are good to go. Helps your energy as well. That way you're not as reliant on caffeine. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. We love them here. Just good peoples. Just just tons of good peoples, right? We got Jason says, I want to produce the Barber Beefcake to beat Honky Tonk Man. That's saying something. Oh, brother. Yes, it is. S. Taylor says, which WDB title saying world heavyweight champion or with the WDB title saying world heavyweight champion on the trim? What's the plan for the belt uh, since we have a world heavyweight championship belt? Uh, I wish I knew and I wish they knew. But I don't think that they do know. Right? I mean, they they just. They abruptly decided to combine these, so. Hmm. Mod Montar says, how silly putting Montez versus LA Knight in a Money in the Bank qualifier match against each other. No, I mean, listen. I like it. It's intriguing. I think it's a good idea. You've had people since last year that have claimed that, that they've had plans for LA Knight to win the Money in the Bank. I can tell you guys, I confirmed with every contact I had in creative, as of January, they had no clue who was going to win the Roy- or the win the Money in the Bank this year. So if he happens to win this year, it wasn't anything that he knew or they knew or anything like that. But uh, I think it's a it's a no brainer to have these two in there, and it's intriguing. It makes you want to watch SmackDown a little bit more. Johnny says, "Should Oscar have a year long reign? I want to see how people respond to her first. Like I don't want to sit here and." and pre-book everything. If the right challenger comes along, I think that it's important that you, that you have the, the right opponents and the right stories and all that. And, and you adjust it when necessary. Dion says always tuning in after a show, showing support overall, super solid pay-per-view tonight. Finish to Oscar Bianco was perfect. Cody brought match three at SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam. Uh, I just booked my travel for that. I really did like that finish for Oscar and Bianca. I thought it was was appropriate, and it gave Bianca a little bit of an out. Thought it worked out exceptionally well, just exceptionally well. Cyclops says Bianca is my favorite women's wrestler, and I'm okay with the loss. She had it for a while, not much to accomplish as champ. Can't wait to see her chase uh, Charlotte for the belt. 
Some people are too emotional about it, like she won't be champ again. Her title reign, her her run, I mean, she had an all-timer with Sasha. She won the Royal Rumble, had an all-timer with Sasha, then came back, beat Becky Lynch in another all-timer at WrestleMania, won the title, defended it again at the at WrestleMania. She's she's Mrs. WrestleMania at this point. I think that she's in good shape. Rhea Ripley just squashed Natalia on her birthday, bro. There was a, a typo that popped me on our events page. It was listed as the Raw SmackDown Women's Championship, which is not technically incorrect right now. What the hell are they doing with this? Uh, this match was 69 seconds long. Uh, first off, nice. But Natalia was a little distracted by Dom. And they they just Dom is embracing this so much, and Rhea's embracing this so much. The cheesiness and and the entertainment factor of all this, I think they're playing this up so so well. And it played into the finish now, to where Dom is constantly helping Rhea, even though I think we all knew that Natalia wasn't going to win this match. We knew that Rhea did not need help winning this match. She did whip that ass for a little bit outside. Riptide, a pretty, looked like a deadlift Riptide. It was pretty nasty. And Rhea wins. What else is there to say? This is, listen, Natalia has not won a singles match in like a year. And it was like a dungeon style match. Other than that, she hasn't won a singles match on Raw or SmackDown, I should say, in like two years. Won a couple on NXT. But did this need to go another way? Natalia will still have her opportunity. She's bulletproof there. Randy says, I think they mean 21st century when they speak of the modern era in relation to Bianca's reign. WWE talks up Gunther as the longest reigning champ of the 21st century. Well, Randy, that's incorrect as well. I'm not saying you're incorrect. I'm saying they'd be incorrect because Trish held that, held that title longer. Now, granted, five months of her reign was her just sitting out. She was injured, but Cody Rhodes defeated by Brock Lesnar. <clears throat> I'm not too much of a stickler for this stuff. But you don't pass out from a double wrist slot. You don't do that. Uh, hey, it's Maddie. Uh, I just want to address hers first. Do you see the Rhea Dom stuff going a lot longer? Oh, yeah. I sure do. I sure do. I think it's going to go until they, they just can't anymore. And then Rhea will eventually hit the riptide on Dom, do a big baby face turn. Anyway, I've never seen anybody pass out from a Kimura double wrist lock, whatever the hell it is you want to call it. Some karate weirdos call it a four-corner lock. That's weird. Never seen anybody pass out due to that, but I know there were some people that didn't like this match because it was finisher move, finisher move, finisher move. That's the Brock template. That's what you're getting out of Brock Lesnar. If you're if you're gonna do a a ten minute match with Brock Lesnar, you're getting a bunch of finishers, and I was entertained by this match. Brock uh, getting hit in the head with the arm plate. Now there's some of that that doesn't make sense because when Brock stomps on it or kicks it or punches it, it doesn't hurt Brock. But when Cody goes all Luger on him, it hurts Brock. I listen. That's just good old pro wrestling to me. I don't really mind that much. There was a gigantic pop for the escape of the, the Cody Rhodes 
Kimura, where he was stuck in it for like a solid minute and a half. Lesnar yelled, what? On the kick out of the F5, which I thought was really good. There was some protecting Cody here. He went in with the broken arm, which I I still had some people uh, asking, is it legit? No, it's not legit. And the Kimura is more of an elbow uh, shoulder lock, but hey, it's pro wrestling, I guess. Uh, (laughs) I had fun watching this match, though. I'm not going to bring Jeremy Lambert into this because I don't have a headset. So Jeremy Lambert's going to have to just uh, deal with not being on here. Uh, Hi, Jeremy. Thank you for the egg. Thank you for the egg. You're going to come through my microphone. So I'm just going to remove you now. He's trying to make a run in on my show on the main channel where we have sponsors. Go sell some sponsors, Jeremy. Go get me an egg sponsor. Do you know what kind of a commodity eggs are right now? In this economy? I don't want to pay for these things anymore. (laughs) Say it, Jeremy. What do you have to say? I I was going to eat this egg on air since you eat eggs on our show. Hopefully there's no echo. Go ahead, Jeremy. I got an egg to eat, but I I need need a lot of money. I need a lot of money to eat this egg. <laughs> I need a lot. How much get... will our audience super chat to get Jeremy to eat this raw egg? How much can we get? I'm already saving a little bit of money by not having Denise on this show, but the super chats aren't that high. Um, we'll keep you on air, but we'll keep you muted while I review this show. And if we can raise the appropriate amount of money... To get Jeremy to eat a raw egg on the air, we'll do it. Ricardo says, if it's not a choke or KO, no passing out. (laughs) Uh, We've got Rock Hard Joel Wood says, does a loss by Cody pretty much confirm he's not getting Roman at SummerSlam? Unfortunately, I feel like it might. I think Cody's going to be in Money in the Bank, and I think that I think Brock's probably going to cost him. Or even worse, Cody wins money in the bank. And then Brock costs him the match with Roman at SummerSlam. Oh, we got a $2 from Van Twinblade. Do it, coward. Uh, Demolition Worm says, <laughs> egg eating time. Whew, we're at four, and that's before YouTube takes its cut. I, I, I'm not liking that. I'm not liking that. Uh, Cody Rhodes did remain protected to some degree here, but like not. I just look at this and I, I'll let Jeremy nod. Jeremy, have you ever seen anybody pass out from a Kimura? I haven't. I haven't either. Not even in the tough house and everything happens there. (laughs) I haven't even seen Junie Browning tap out from a, from a, Kimura. So that I was like, eh, okay, but I get it. It's been a long trope. It goes back, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, one of the most famous finishes of all time. So, you know, who, who am I? We got Orion Ben, two more dollars saying chomp, 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 laying the SmackDown wrestling and sports, eat the egg. We're up to $8 American roughly. Cause this is $2 Canadian. So that's about 33 cents USD. Oh, brother. Cody, Cody Rhodes, it looks like this is going to continue. Um, I am just 
supremely distracted by Jeremy right now. The wild Sammy Owens defeated Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. It happened. It finally happened. The bloodline imploded. I felt like this match at first was a 1990-style tag match that devolved, or evolved, rather, into a modern-day tag match and then had the story that we've come to expect from the bloodline, right? Roman hit 1,000 days as champion. Good for him. We saw a backstage with KO and Sammy, and Sammy got a great reaction. And KO says, none of this if it ends tonight stuff. It ain't ending tonight. So throughout the match, it started off very slow pace. Like I said, it like a Saturday night's main event match in 1990. And then as things progressed, the pace picked up. You started to see Roman's own uh, moves you've used against him. The spear on Dan Engler. Oh, Jesus, what a bump he took. <laughs> he got walloped, bro. Just walloped. So that sets up Roman getting a dose of his own medicine in so many ways. He had the pin, but there's no ref there. The Usos come out, try to help. Well, they end up hitting their brother, Solo Sokoa, and Roman Reigns flips out. And Jimmy Uso has had it. He snaps. He super kicks Roman. Jay is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Jimmy says, I'm doing what you should have done a long time ago. It's me and you. We're the ones. I would never do you like that. Whew. Damn. Solo Sokoa ends up losing to Sami Zayn. The aftermath sent in another two bucks for Jeremy to eat the egg. This was the absolute right result. This was a good match. This did have a lot of drama. I understand why this main evented, even though I think that it would have served well to have a world championship match main event. I feel like this would have been even better had Roman Reigns not been world champion and Cody Rhodes was world champion. Because then what you have is a world championship match. You could, you could have said, hey, we're doing a brand split now and these have got to be split up. Could have found a way to do that as well. Could have had Brock and Cody for the title again. Even if even if Brock wins, all right, Brock wins the title for a couple months. Who, who really cares, right? He'll, he can drop it in a month or two. Any number of ways. I just think it was time for Roman to lose it. And then Roman... After losing that title, obviously blames the Usos and says, you know what? I can do what you guys just did. It's not that hard. And then he goes for the tag titles and then he doesn't win it. I don't see how this could not have been accentuated by Roman Reigns not having the title. Because then you enter into a feud with the Usos where there's no title. There's a real possibility. It adds some intrigue because I don't think anybody really believes that Jay or Jimmy Uso are going to beat him for this title. There, there are a couple people that have said, ah, it's got to be Jay's. It ain't going to be Jay. Ain't going to be Jay. I think this would have been better off with the bloodline imploding, which is a main event story all its own with no titles, right? Because they have established that this family lineage and this, this family is a very important part of all this. 
Mm. Man. Tad says the ref in the tag match took the best bump of the night. <laughs> yeah, he did. What's next for Rhea? If Trish straight faces Becky at SummerSlam, who does Rhea face? I could see them doing Trish, Becky at Money in the Bank as well. I think that they, I wouldn't mind seeing Zoe and Rhea if they wanted to do a, a really, really quick like type of ascension for her. At like maybe Trish and Becky cost each other money in the bank and then Zoe kind of kind of gets it. Raquel, if Raquel doesn't win this tag title, I think Raquel is probably a good one for SummerSlam if we had to. Looking forward to that. Bianca heel turn, says Dave. Uh, I, I think she'd be really good as a heel as well, but I also think that she also does an awful lot of media and uh, I could see them maybe passing on that. Aaron says, I think the last time we've seen the slow imploding of a faction was with the evolution. Uh, the only difference is it didn't take them three years to do it. The bloodline saga is some really good stuff. They had to beg Vince McMahon to let them stretch it out just a few months. A few months. The, the, the entire evolution implosion was from the time of Royal Rumble till now. Like it was like a four or five month arc, right? Because it was shortly after Royal Rumble when it finally happened and they were teasing it in like October, November. Rock hard Joel Wood says, I'm probably in the minority, but I complained loudly when Cody lost at Mania, but I do feel the implosion had to happen before Roman lost because now that he doesn't have that help, that's when Roman fails. I feel like Roman having that help, but also failing is something that would really, really affect him. And he can't take any responsibility himself. He puts that all on his brothers. So far, he hasn't put it on, put it on solo. He's put it on Heyman in the past. He's put it on Sammy in the past. He's blamed KO in the past. He doesn't take any responsibility. That's the Roman Reigns way in within the storyline. And, you know, people get so hurt online and you're like, Roman should have lost. Like it's a personal attack against Roman. Guys held the title for a thousand days. He's going to hold the title again, right? Like it's not a, it's, it's not like he, it, it, people don't think he's good. Uh, Alejandro says, Hey, SRS Sammy announcing he and KO in Arabic was wonderful for, for Saudi. Big ups to Jimmy at the end. Need to get that off his chest. Yeah, the Cody or the, the Sammy ring announcing was so good. So good. And uh, that, that was such a great reaction as well. Like, oh, that was just perfect. Miguel says, after today, Solo 2024 Rumble winner, book it. I think Solo still needs a little bit more. Like, from a personality standpoint. Maybe we'll see that. Hidden Network said, love the entire event, top to bottom. Go Jimmy Uso. Mod says, as an Arab, Sammy's introduction in Arabic on a WWE pay-per-view main event means the world. Representation, little me would have cried. Uh, we've got, by the way, we were still trying to solicit uh, egg egg payments, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like that that dream has been given up on at this point. He still got it. Okay, he still got it. Cool. Uh, well, this one isn't for that. 
He says, what if Jimmy only kicked Roman once out of frustration, spent the road to SummerSlam seeking Roman's forgiveness just to serve us all and kick him again at the pay-per-view? It leads to a bloodline post-match beatdown on Roman. I, uh, I think that we've seen enough of that. I think that we've seen enough of the Usos like groveling for Roman. I don't necessarily think that we need to see them begging for that anymore. I I just don't think that's necessary. N. Simmons says, they're going to have to do a lot to make me care about Roman versus Cody by Mania. All these good stories with Roman. Only problem is the endings are predictable with the title because we know the end game. That's the unfortunate part. I feel like if Roman didn't have the title, we would look at it and see like, we would see this and go, okay, well, maybe Jay stands a chance, Jimmy stands a chance, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like there would be a little bit more intrigue. I mean, I got people in my quote tweets telling me to kill myself because I said I think Cody should have won. Like, this is how weird people get over this story and this guy specifically. Colton says, is there any scenario that, uh, better than Cody beating Roman? Not Maybe Sammy. Maybe the Sammy win was, depending on your personal personal feelings. Mattia, thank you so much for this super chat. I believe we've got almost all of them. Uh, now, we did have a super chat that, that mentioned you know, Saudi Arabia executed 196, at least people in 2022 after sham trials. Forced confessions and torture. The sport washing has worked on wrestling fans. Uh, I mean, that that is not lost on me. It certainly is not lost on me. And um, I think that's part of what the, the sports authority is, is trying to do is uh, try to make a lot of people not think about that when they think of Saudi Arabia. We got five more bucks. Louis says for the excellence of execution. Uh, it's about... 14 bucks, Jeremy. You eating that egg? He's not eating the egg. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we are here all weekend long. You two. I got, I got 20 bucks to pour water over my head on an episode of In the Weeds. I ain't doing an egg eating for $14. Well, you know what you can do for just $5? Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We're going to have scoops all weekend. Until next time, my friends, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.